This is Tennis Quick Tips, episode 99. Hi, it's Kim from TennisFixation.com. I'm your host for the Tennis Quick Tips podcast. With every episode, Tennis Quick Tips brings you a quick and easy tip to improve your game and to make sure you're having fun every time you step on court. This week, we're talking about the rules of tennis. You know, I love to do these kinds of episodes, and there are so many weird situations that come up in tennis that even if you think that could possibly not be something you'll ever see on court, I guarantee you, play long enough, you'll see it all. So I received an email not too long ago from Kurt, and here's the rules question he asked me. He says, I have been told that until the first point in a doubles match is played, either team member may return a serve regardless of where they are standing. The reasoning is that the order of play has yet to be established. True? Well, Kurt, this actually does raise an issue that the rules address. First of all, we all know that at the beginning of a match or a set or a third set tiebreaker, yes, the order of service and return has not yet been established and so either partner in a doubles match can hit be the server or be the returner but once you get going into your set then you have to stick with the order of serve or the order of return that you picked and this is true when you play a tie break that determines a set it's not true if you're playing a third set tiebreaker in lieu of playing a third set. That is treated just like a set, and so you could change your order of service or order of return at that time. But if you're playing a tiebreaker that's part of a set to determine who's going to win that set, you stick with your same order of serve and order of return. But let's get back to exactly what Kurt is asking about. He specifically is asking about where the returners on a doubles team can stand. And he says, isn't it true that either team member can return the serve regardless of where they are standing? Well, the rule that applies here is rule 15, which is called the order of receiving in doubles. And that rule says, quote, The team which is due to receive in the first game of a set shall decide which player shall receive the first point in the game. Similarly, before the second game starts, their opponents shall decide which player shall receive the first point of that game. The player who was the receiver's partner for the first point of the game shall receive the second point, and this rotation shall continue until the end of the game and the set. So that basically restates what I said just a minute ago. But what I want to point out in Rule 15 is USTA Comment 
15.1. And as I always like to say, here in the United States, the comments apply to our tennis matches, just like the rules. In your own country, you might, if you're not in the United States, you might have different comments and you need to check on those. But here in the United States, comment 15.1 says, quote, on the first point of a set, may a doubles team position both players on the deuce side of the court. Yes, but the spirit of the rule requires that the server know which member of the receiving team is going to receive the first point of a set. So the situation that the comment is addressing here is if you're in the first point of a set and you're the receiving team, can you both stand back in the deuce side of the court in the receiving position, or I should say the traditional receiving position. And the rule, this comment is saying, yes, you can do that, but the spirit of the rule requires that the server know which of you is going to hit the return. So you can stand together, but the server has to know which one of you is the actual returner. And because that's true, I really can't imagine that there's a good situation where you would want to both be standing there back at the deuce court, back on the baseline in the receiving position. In other words, that second partner, the one who is not at that moment going to be receiving the ball, that's not a very strong position for that person to be in. If anything... The strongest position is the position that we traditionally see the receiver's partner take, which is up close to the net and on the ad side of the court. And the reason for this is in doubles, if you want to be aggressive and have a good chance at ending the point quickly, you want to be up at the net. So if the receiver's partner is already up at the net, that helps that team that much more. Both players back at the baseline is usually perceived as being a weaker, more defensive position. And certainly if both players are not only back at the baseline, but they're both covering the same half of the court, I don't think there's a much weaker position you could have in doubles. Now, let me point one more thing out in the rules. It's kind of on point here. I think I might be able to see it happening if I thought about it enough, but I just want to make sure you're all aware of this additional rule on receiving. In Rule 24, all kinds of scenarios are set forth that explain to you when a server or a receiver loses a point. In fact, that rule is called player loses point. And a number of cases are set out to give examples of just how the rule applies. And you'll notice if you look at the rules, these cases are part of the rule. They are not USTA comments. So these cases should apply no matter where you're playing if the ITF rules of tennis apply to your matches. Case 7 states, quote, A ball that has just been served hits the receiver 
Oren doubles the receiver's partner before it touches the ground. Which player wins the point? The server wins the point unless it is a service let. End of quote. So what this particular case is talking about is if the server serves the ball and it hits the receiver or the receiver's partner before it touches the ground, it is the server's point. Even though, quite clearly, if the server is serving a really long serve that's going way out behind the baseline and somehow it hits the receiver, the server still wins the point. Similarly, if the receiver's partner is standing really close to the service box to help call the lines and somehow gets hit by the serve, which this is a situation that's most likely to happen in, it's the server's point. So I would say as a receiver and as the receiver's partner, it is really important where you're standing. I think you want to be in the strongest position you can be in from the get-go. Set yourself up to be in a strong position and really pay attention to where the serves are going. Obviously, you should be doing that anyway, but you certainly don't want to accidentally step into a serve and get hit and give up a point because you weren't paying close attention. So, Kurt, my answer to your question is, yes, you're right, that when a match starts or when a set starts, either team member on a doubles team can be the receiver, but you will not be able to use any type of gamesmanship and sort of try to fool the server into figuring out which one of you is actually going to be the receiver. The server needs to know that. And so there's no reason to set up in some weird position where both members of the receiving doubles team are back on the baseline over in the deuce court because that doesn't really do anything to benefit you. The server needs to know who he or she is serving to, and so the receiver's partner might as well set up in the strongest possible position, which in most cases is going to be up on the service line in the ad court box to help call the lines and also to hopefully be ready to move and poach quickly up there at the net. Well, that's it for this week's Tennis Quick Tip. Uh, I always love looking at rules questions. I love to answer them, but I really love to hear all the weird situations that come up in matches. I know I've seen a lot of weird stuff when I've played, and so I do like to hear what other people are doing out there too. If you have comments or suggestions or your own rules questions that you'd like to send me, just go over to the show notes for this episode and leave a comment down at the bottom of the page. You can find the show notes over at tennisfixation.com slash quicktips99. And be sure and let me know how your tennis is going. Here, as I'm recording this in Houston, I am just a week or two away from my first league match. As of today, I somehow have gotten myself on three tennis teams. I remember I did this a couple of seasons ago, and I also remember saying I'm never going to do that again. But this morning, 
someone asked me to join a team that I used to belong to, and they asked me to come back on, and I just couldn't say no, because it's a really fun team, good people, and it's an indoor team, which means no matter what the weather's like outside, hot, cold, rainy, we get to play. So I bet I'm going to have to do an episode at some point talking about why I got myself into the situation where I'm playing way too much tennis. Anyway, thanks for listening. I truly appreciate it. And as always, happy tennis.